Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Horsham Church of Christ. For more information, please visit our website at www.horsham.org.au. Thanks for being with us as we celebrate Father's Day. Uh, We trust that your day will be filled with much love and joy. Also recognising that for some of you, uh, your day will have a sense of sadness, knowing that your dad is no longer with you, whether this is the first Father's Day without your dad or it's many, many years, we understand and know the sadness that you will still be feeling in this time. We also understand the sadness that some of you will be feeling because you just can't be with dad because of the current restrictions and lockdowns. But we still do want to shout out and we hope that you enjoyed the introduction to our service today, recognising our families and having a bit of fun with it as well. So we like to think a little bit differently, a little bit laterally as we think about these services, these significant celebrations and moments in our year. And we put our heads together, Jared and I, and we're thinking about worship. We try to think three months ahead and we're trying to think, what can we do that would be significant and special and meaningful for the community and something a bit different. And you're still looking at my face. That must be really disappointing for you all. Um, But so what we've done, we've put our heads together. We asked around. We went chasing. Actually, we didn't go chasing that far. We decided instead we'd simply ask a couple of people to interview me. And so we welcome Grace and Lily. Grace is our... Our uh, second daughter, you are, aren't you? Yes. Yep, thanks for remembering. And Lily is our third daughter. There's no middle child syndrome here today. Um, (laughs) So they're going to interview me. I've seen some questions. I suspect I haven't seen all of the questions. I feel like (laughs) I'm in for it. But um, we have been provided with food, which is central to our family. Yes. Uh, Before we do that, I'm going to pray. (laughs) Dear God, we want to thank you for your love for us. We want to thank you as a perfect Heavenly Father that you do love us. Uh, We know that there's many people in our world who um, haven't had the expression of a loving Father, someone who has um, loved them well. And we recognise the burden that many people carry because of broken relationships. And yet we thank you, Father, that you welcome us, that your example is one of love and of sacrifice one of hope, one of restoration. And Father, just in this time, we just pray that homes, uh, families, dads, marriages, children, grandchildren uh, would have an experience of the depth and the wonder of your love. Father, we pray that in this conversation today, um, in all that it will bring, in the laugh that we have, in the questions that are asked, that your name would be glorified, that it would be an encouragement, that it would be a blessing to many families and that your name would be made known uh, through this conversation. Uh, We want to see people come to you and to find life in you, and we pray that there would be uh, a great sense of life in this conversation too. We thank you for this time together, and we thank you for your presence amongst us um, as a perfect, loving, heavenly Father who has made himself fully and revealed yourself fully through Jesus. And we thank you for that. In your name, amen. Here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready for the ride? No, I'm not sure I am. Take it away. Cheers. Who's starting? Oh, cheers. A cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Dad. We're cheersing water. (laughs) Okay. 
Well, we just kick it off then. Take it away, Grace. Should we start with a fun story? Absolutely. Maybe a couple. Oh, yeah. Take it away. Should we start with how Dad got a hole in his head? That story's been told. Has it? Tell it again. My, people people haven't new, heard it from people my perspective. Have forgot. I was the one that witnessed it firsthand. Take it away, Grace. Well, it all started on a beautiful morning before school, and we were dancing around in the lounge room. Should you show people the hole in the head? No. Oh, okay. We're dancing around in the lounge room, and um, Dad thought it would be really funny <coughs> if he also came and had dance in the lounge room. So as he's leaping and pirouetting down the hallway, <laughs> in our hallway, we have a random doorway, and he smacked his head into it. Well done. And fell down the ground and started yelling, and I came out of the lounge room, and I started screaming because there was so much blood everywhere. It was on the door frame, it was on the wall, it was on the carpet, it was pouring out Dad's head. And I'm screaming and May comes out and she starts screaming. And mum didn't come out for ages because she thought we'll just being stupid. Nice. And I started to screaming up because to you were just screaming. I didn't yeah. even see the blood. I was like, screaming, start screaming. Yeah. It hurt a lot. Yeah. And we whacked a tea towel on it and went up to A&E. Mm. How old were you? <laughs> I don't know, I was in primary school. Mm. May was in year seven, I reckon. Mm -hmm. What does that make me? I don't know. Good story. Thanks for sharing. That's all right. Mm. Great start, everyone. Should I it? share a fun story? I think you I'll should share. <laughs> Mine's more a question and a story. Right. Ooh. I'm just wondering why I'm here so far. No, because so. you're about to answer some questions. Okay, all right. Um, so when I was young, I didn't really like a lot of food. <laughs> when you were young? I eat it now, okay? Doesn't mean I'll... Okay, I no, eat but it. Like, but you're I 20 younger, now. Like, what do you mean when you were young? Like, primary school age. Um... I didn't want to eat my dinner a lot and I'd sit there and I'd cry and Grace would force feed it to me and give me cordial and then I wouldn't eat my veggies and Dad would put them in a nice little bowl in the fridge <laughs> and then get them out for me for breakfast. Can I, like, just some insight on that. Would, like, why? What was your thought process on that? <coughs> <laughs> That children should do as they were told and be grateful for what's put in front of them. And that's like that that is very much still learning and adapting. Like and I've spoken about it to the church. It's about um, trying to work out how you train your children because when I grew up you just didn't argue in that same way. Like yeah, there was food that you didn't like. Like Gran said to me, I don't know, probably just last time last year. I was, was that, I was thinking I was down there with Jared down seeing mum and dad and talking about the foods that I actually don't like and mum was shocked because, well, you just didn't say anything when you were a kid. So Fair enough. Yeah. And the philosophy was it's good practice to eat food that's put in front of you. So I was just I trying so anything and work. everything. And Thanks, it took dad. 20 years. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't, wasn't probably one of my finer moments probably because it probably... There's probably some element where I think I've done something wrong, so I wanted you to eat your food. Fair enough. Gives us a good laugh now. <laughs> look back and laugh on it. We've gone big, man. We've opened up. We've all right. We'll all right. All right. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. Well, I mean, we'll move on. Okay, I'll start with. Sorry the if you stopped liking me after that story, particularly. <laughs> Don't it's stop okay. liking Dad. That's, That's not a silly nice. thing to do. Go. Okay, the question that I find will probably be the most important of this whole evening. Everyone's morning. on everyone's minds. Everyone's minds, yes. Who is actually the favourite child? Depends on the day. Right Today. now. 
uh, I haven't had enough time to think about it or enough experience of you all together. Okay, so it's neither of us. It's me. <laughs> it's always me. No, don't have favourites. There are moments where... Um, there are moments where one child is easier than the others <laughs> and there's else. other moments where there's one or two who are more difficult than others and there's moments where it's just a lot of fun. Nice. Sometimes Perfect. that's with all of you and sometimes that's when there's only one of you around. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, tidy. <clears throat> that's no, valid. I don't, I, we... Uh, we genuinely don't have favourites. It's a funny joke, isn't it? It you is like, a funny joke. Yeah, you like trying. You like trying on. I yeah. feel like I ask it pretty much every day. What are you that insecure about yourself? No. No. Oh, okay. It's just like it's just fun to see you squirm a little bit. Did I squirm? Oh, a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, next one, also very important. Favorite Colin Buchanan song. Favorite Colin Buchanan song. Yeah. That wasn't on the list. I don't remember that being on the list. It wasn't. That's just a fun one we've just thrown out. Um, <laughs> the uh, Baba Isaiah 53.6. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Baba do Baba and all the words that end in Sean. <laughs> Perfect. Good That's choices. a good one. Yeah. Go. Sing it. Big words that end in Sean. There you go. We don't actually know any of the Sean words. We just, make, we just up. make up our own. Oh. Revelation. Yeah. I know that one. That's it. Sanctification. All right. <laughs> Revelation. Did we say that we one? We said that, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That Bye. That's the first one. Sorry. Okay. What is one thing that you wish people knew about you slash your job? Oh. What's one thing? Um... That one may just threw in like five minutes ago. What's one thing that I wish people knew about me and my job? Um, I think I'm often surprised of the position that I find myself in. I'm often surprised by um, the trust that people place upon me. Um, I regularly walk into my office study and f um, I, don't, I don't feel overwhelmed. I, I think I, it's kind of this sense... I, um, it's not... Uh, how do you explain it? It kind of takes your breath away to walk in your office recognising what that carries. Um, and the the... Burden, not necessarily in a bad way, but the burden that it carries, um, and you, you do, and that you do feel for a lot of people. You can't, and this this season has certainly made it more aware that ministry is a gift that you just have to constantly surrender because you really can't do much for people, and even more so now. Like this season's just heightened it. You feel pretty useless sometimes. You sit and talk with people. And then you, you, know, you pray with people and you believe that God makes a difference. I believe that God does bring, bring peace and hope and joy. Um, but you watch people struggle and wrestle and uh, some for short periods and some for, you know, some people have been struggling for as long as I've been here. 
in Horsham 18 years and that's that you feel for people and then you've just got to walk away and or let them go and they make their decisions and some decisions they make and they're a bit of a kick in the guts and other decisions you make and you get really excited about it, you know. So you can spend a lot of time working with people and then they can just walk away and say, I've had enough, I don't want to do that anymore. And you go, oh, okay, no worries. Yeah. And that's, you know. Um, Alan Anderson used to say, there's no strings attached until someone cuts the strings. You know, it's kind of, you don't want to do anything and kind of make everyone, you know, attached to you, but that costs you something every time those kind of things happen. And, and you do feel like when people go through hardship, you feel probably more sadness than they might feel you do. You do, you feel and you experience a lot more. I, I do anyway, I don't know if every minister feels like that, but yeah. Nice. Was that a ramble? No, that was good. That's a good, um, good answer. Yeah, so... Yeah, and it's difficult because you can go from... You know, there's been, there's been weeks where I've gone from uh, getting a phone call to, uh, you know, someone uh, a, from a funeral director where you're organising a funeral, but within a week or two or even in the same week... Um, you're organising and writing a wedding and in the same week you've also got to be preparing to stand up and deliver a message that is empowering, inspiring, biblical, you know, releasing, encouraging and that can happen all in the same week. You can have uh, a difficult conversation to a successful, overwhelming conversation within an hour. And, that, and that's tar- that I've, that's tiring. Yeah, that's tiring. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. That doesn't mean people should stop coming to talk. That's <laughs> my job. That's the role. That's just so the reality of it. That's sometimes. the reality of it. Yeah. 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 And it's no. It's not, in a lot of ways. It's no different than your role at the school or how teachers operate or helping at Specsavers or. You know, you go from someone complaining and finding it difficult and wondering why you can't serve them or fix them or change it to, oh, thank you so much. You know, it's, it's in every true. people kind of thing. Mm. That's true. Just a bit more extreme. Can be. So, yeah. Can be extreme. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. Next one? All right. Um... Just so, if I, I can ask you questions if you like too. No, no. Okay. Um, it's not daughter's day. <laughs> when is that? Every day. Perfect. Yep. Good answer. <laughs> um. So you always get people being like, "Oh, four girls! Like, wow!" Yep. Yep. How do you really feel about having four daughters? Great. I. It's been. It genuinely has been a lot of fun, and I've loved every minute of it. I think you know, and you and I have spoken particularly when you were younger, um, you know, um, and we kind of joked that you look like me and, you know... Love it. It's not really a joke because you do look like <laughs> me, but, but I know sometimes you're, you, you don't kind of love it because you feel like you look like a boy, but... Um, a handsome boy. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I think... I, I remember when Lily was born, and I've told this story before, but I remember the sense of... <clears throat> When our children were born, when all you were born, I really felt like, and 
I didn't really mind whether we had a boy or a girl. I really didn't. Uh, but for some reason, I let out this, uh, like this sense of this momentary sense of disappointment. It was completely involuntary. Like I never thought about it. It just kind of came out. And I, I felt sad about that for you later on. We spoke about that. I do not remember. Don't that. you remember? <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember coming in apologising to you for that um, when you were six to eight or something. And um, yeah, so, uh, but really, you know. We, we were incredibly blessed and fortunate to have healthy children and we've, we've loved most of the time being parents. <laughs> most? Well, all? being a parent's hard yakka. I mean, we, we've look, all we've been, been pretty annoying at times. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, but at the same time, so have I. Um, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we're all human and we all have our frustrations and we, you know, we've hopefully created a safe place, but... Um, when I, again, because I, if I spend time with other families who are struggling with children, you know, there's times where I go, I don't know what to offer them because, like, our, we've had a really blessed life in that way, in that our children haven't caused us too much grief. Um, we haven't had too many behavioural issues. We haven't had too many health issues. You know, we've, and I don't know why, we haven't done anything to deserve that any more or less than anyone else. So, yeah, we're just we're very fortunate and very blessed and very grateful for the family. That, and I'm genuine in that. I just all my girls um, are just incredibly beautiful, and I'm incredibly grateful for the relationship that I have with every one of you. Dad, <laughs> don't have any tissues. <laughs> How glad are you that me and Grace grew out of our hatred for each other? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to? <laughs> we can tell stories about that. Me and we Grace could tell, hated those, each other. tell those stories about when I <laughs> tied you together with a Collingwood scarf and made Love you it. play a game at the kitchen's table or something. And Ooh, gross. After, after meals, we made you play. Mum, mate, mum came up with that oh, to make you. That was the worst. Every time you fought when you came home, you were made to go and play a game after tea. I don't remember like that stuff. I just remember. Really not liking you. I remember it, and we picked trouble every time because it was the quickest game we could think of. Nice. I mean, you'd be laughing within five minutes. We learned, <laughs> we learned pretty quickly that um, uh, I think I won't. If we gave May food about four to five o'clock in the afternoon, that settled her down. <laughs> if we put Still you does. in your cot. About that same time, you were getting a bit antsy. We put you in your cot, and just you'd either just go and start playing, or you'd sleep. Nothing's changed. Um, I think, yeah, <laughs> and I think maybe all Lily and Ruby we'd put in the cot in different times as well. When you're getting a bit crusty, and, and I remember Mum just came. She, Mum would just, you'd be all right, out you go, you've had enough of being inside, just go outside. And you'd be arguing with each other all the time inside and then you go outside and you come up with this fantastic game that was so much fun. Mums and dads. Um, mums and dads and puppy <laughs> spies, dogs and whatever church. else. and <laughs> Spies and church and, yeah. I still have my book of my sermons that I wrote. <laughs> Do you really? Yes. Maybe Dad could borrow some. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, then I think I learnt, like I, we learnt... Um, I don't know if you remember, but we'd ask you to do dishes and, you know, we'd have this almost argument when you'd say no, but in the end I just, I, I had to learn to calm down and say, okay, well, if you don't do it tonight, you can do it again tomorrow night. If you want to yeah. argue with me again, you can do it again for the third night. That quickly 
stopped a lot of arguments after tea. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now people he's are really getting insight. Only two of us at home. <laughs> yeah. People are really getting insight into our family. They are. Wow. Welcome to our family. Yeah. Thanks for being here, everyone. <laughs> um, what qualities do you think you got from Granddad, your dad? Yeah. Um, I've, and I have, that's one question that I was uh, saw that you gave me, and I was expecting, and actually was surprised at how difficult it was to answer, and not because. I think I actually hold a lot of mum and dad more so. Like I think Anthony's probably more like mum and Jared's more like dad. Um, and I sit sit or have a, the most of both of them, I think. Um, but I think from dad, probably the ability to be patient with a diverse range of people. I think the example of dad to um, love love your wife and treat your wife well and to honour you, honour his wife, honour mum, Gren. Yeah. Um, so that was something that I think that I got from dad the most. Um, you know, I've got a lot of memories of um, dad coming out and playing cricket uh, and, you know, I used to walk home from school and stop in his office and have a five to ten minute conversation with him or just sit in the chair and I don't know that we talked about much but, you know, sometimes he wasn't able to but... Yeah, I think just that sense of um, time and availability and um, I think tenacity. Dad's got a lot of tenacity, um, just that sense to overcome and push through some things. So, yeah. Nice. The whole quality thing, I th like just hanging out, I think we all did that a lot with you. Yeah. Like I just remember like we'd just sit in the office and yeah. just hang out. Didn't really need to like talk or no. anything. No. Yeah. Just raid the lolly jar and then just yeah. sit in the office with Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's nice that you remember that. It's cool. It's all right. And it's interesting what you do remember and what you don't remember. It's just – and how you remember things. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because so, I know Dad would say that he probably wasn't uh, as available. But, you know, I remember, like, Dad would – when my bike broke, like I used to do paper runs or – you know, deliver medicine on my push bike around Ballarat and if it broke, you know, I'd have to get the bike home and then Dad would drive me around at six o'clock in the morning and deliver newspapers kind of thing So because the newspapers had to be delivered, so. Nice. Got to get Good work that granddad. money. <laughs> yeah, money. Whew, $20 a week. Oh, look Oof. out. Yeah. <laughs> Rich. Mm. My turn? Yeah. yeah. What's one quality we each got from you? Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure that was on the that list. That was on the list. Yeah, but I, I, I find that really hard to answer. It'd be interesting to hear what you girls think because I, I think... Um, you got all your be I'd say you got all your best stuff from Mum. <laughs> Dad, um, should we bring up Mum? See what they should do? Yeah. I, I think you girls have a big picture of the world. I think you have a, a um, hugely compassionate heart. So you're incredibly generous to a wide range of people. I think you're well-known and well-liked by a wide range of people. And, I, and that's not to say you didn't get any of that from mum. I just think that's something that we've kind of grown up with in our house, in our family. Um, the ability to... Uh, 
give things a go to all to different levels. <laughs> um, not necessarily all very easily, but all to different levels. Um, um, the art of saying what you think, <laughs> whether that's been an ongoing education for all of us. Um, I, uh, well, I don't know, what do you think? What have you got now that you've put a lolly in your mouth? What do you, what do I you don't think? have a lolly in my mouth, I can go. I would probably say, I think I would get my perseverance, mm -hmm. which sometimes probably looks a bit like stubbornness, mm -hmm. but you probably. Think? <laughs> but perseverance to yeah. keep going and adapt and find new and different ways to do things. And that's what I think. Okay, yeah. well, that's not bad. That's my main one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I think we think very much the same, though. Yeah, possibly. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you yep. just don't think. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. But, like, often we'll have a conversation and we'll be thinking along yeah, the same it's lines. Probably, and probably, yeah. Yeah. It's probably true, yes. And you taught me how to express my opinions in healthier ways. <laughs> I would argue it's still a work in progress. It is a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm much better at it now. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I don't see you out in school. <laughs> it, is, it is funny. I think, you know, I, um, your mum and I come away from some meal conversations and we're trying to work out the way that you've expressed what's happened in your day, if that's what you've actually said or that's just what's actually in your <laughs> head. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we've worked out that when you come around, we sit around the meal table, it's actually what's happening in your head. Yeah. <laughs> but the what is actually, well, actually expressed. Yeah. Yeah. Than yeah. That. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which I understand because I think we all need to put a filter on before we speak and we, have, we should all have six thoughts before we speak. And then we just blurt them all out at the dinner table. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. What, what's the quality you have from me? Well, I think we all, yeah, got our expressing our opinions and stuff from you. But I also think sometimes we both struggle to say no to people. Yeah, that might be true. I think it's like, yeah, working on it. <laughs> but, you know, we're both always like, someone needs us right now and that's going to happen. Yeah. I think, yeah, I definitely got that from you. <laughs> I think I'm better at it, though. Now. Well, I, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, but I think, I, yeah, I got it. I yeah. reckon it's from you. No offence. But it's a good thing. But it's also yeah. sometimes you've got to say no. Mm. I think you both just have a lot of love for people. Yeah. Um, and sometimes forget to think about yourselves every now and again. And then we remind each other. <laughs> I do you think you. you've missed out because of that, though? Missed out? Yeah, do you feel like you've missed out on some elements of having a dad because I have that kind of quality or that I say yes to other people so easily? Does that mean you've missed out, do you think? I don't think so because I think, like, growing up, we were like, this is dad's job. Like, he's there for people. Like, someone's sick, someone's going through something. Like, dad's there mm -hmm. for them. Yep. Which is like... Love that. Good on yep. you. Yeah. But also, I don't think we like missed out because I think there was always like we could like crawl onto the couch with you, like crawl into bed if we really needed it. Like yeah. even now, we can still do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we no, missed out. No, it's good. Do you yeah. think we missed out? I don't think we missed out. I remember being 
annoyed sometimes when I was yeah younger. sometimes it'd be like where's dad like yeah or like, I think not that, annoyed just frustrated I think um like I understood that other people needed you and that sometimes that needed to come first um but yeah I don't <clears> know I think I realized that my friends dads weren't maybe as on call as you were yeah all oh, right yeah okay sort of thing but like and on holidays and stuff um you would answer your phone to work calls and stuff but you don't do that anymore I think you've You've grown. Gotten better at it. And I've. <laughs> now oh, your I don't think I would have. Oh, now yeah, your I, voicemail is. Yeah. Don't call me. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not it's nicer not. than that. No, but it's like, I'm on holidays. I think that's good. Yeah. Mm. But I remember feeling that way when I was younger. But yeah, not anymore. I think not the recently. calls I would have taken on holidays, I would have had conversations with your mum that said, yeah. this is happening and I might need to have that kind of thing. But that was pretty rare too. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, no. It wasn't often that he'd take a call, but also, like, we didn't see those conversations with mum. It was just... Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. taking a call. And probably because yeah. we had a landline. So, like, we would answer the call and yeah. be like, oh, I'll just go get dad. And that oh, probably right. happened a lot, but... Yeah. Back in the day when, back we, had in the day when we had a landline. <laughs> but now people just call you on your phone. And yeah, so you don't see, yeah. We don't see the phone no. ringing as much. No. Anyway. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Also, we're all, like, living our own lives. Like, we're not... Yeah. Like, none of us are really at home as, well, obviously yeah. not. Anna's oh, home as much to like see yeah. that kind of thing. Moving on, sorry, I think we're taking a really long time. Mm. Sorry, okay. What's your favourite memory of being a dad? Oh, probably just snuggling on the couch, yeah. It's probably just snuggling on the couch, watching Saturday morning Disney, oh, yes. actually. <laughs> Impossible. Um, yeah, it's, and, and holidays, like I think... Um, um, yeah, I think holidays have just always been, you know, there's a lot of hard work when you've got young kids in a caravan and annex, but, um, Love it. but also it's been a lot of fun and, yeah, just there's a lot of memories. And to hear the way that you girls come back and celebrate those holidays and reflect on those holidays and, you know, the walks up Halls Gap mm. is the most memorable I holidays. I say that. Yeah, um, that will always be my favourite yeah, holiday. Yeah, so it doesn't, you know, it's just a reminder that it doesn't always have to be these grand expensive experience it's just the time is really important mm. yeah nice. and the fact that you're like you know like we're like having a coffee together we can go down the street and have a coffee together and go for a walk and it's pretty natural and it's a good thing to do and yeah it's yeah nice favorite holiday memory dad falling in the pool <laughs> but saving his ice cream <laughs> <laughs> towel got wet Dad's in the pool, ice cream above the water. Was it you that pushed me in? Oh, I highly doubt that. I'm going to say it's Grace. It wasn't me. I don't know. It might have been me. I can't remember. <laughs> but that was pretty funny. <laughs> Those days. Oh, classic. That, what a good time. All right. What have you learned about God from being a dad? Uh, undeserved love. Yeah, undeserved love and... Um, the nature of sacrificial love and um, demonstrating love, even when you don't feel like it, when you're tired, um, when you don't feel like you're making a difference or when you feel like your kids aren't getting it, just keep loving, keep loving. And, and that, um, uh, how do I, I've, I was going to say, parenting is not about me it's um but that's not like it is because i bring so much we bring so much of ourselves as parents but it's about seeing your kids become 
who they're crafted and shaped to be and made to be. So, and the freedom that you try to give each of your children to discover that. I think that's what I've learnt about the nature of God. Forgiveness. <laughs> um, yeah, and I say undeserved love to dis- you know, distinguish the nature of grace, to differ from the name grace, but um, <laughs> it's just that nature of um, a fresh start every morning. Yeah, it's uh, the ability to come so openly to God. I think just it's only in the last few years that I've had this image of um, God constantly being interrupted by his children and being okay with that and just kids crawling up over his lap. And, um, and I don't know why, and I kind of wish I had a, had that image when you were younger and shared in that space, you know, in my quiet times or Bible reading with God, I feel like I used time with you as a bit of a distraction or a bit of an excuse not to be with God, and yet I wish I had have included you in my time with God more, um, so that I trained you a little bit, not trained you, but demonstrated or set the example of being in a relationship with God and reading the Word more, but yeah. So there you go. Did I answer the question and all that? I think so, yep. Love. Perfect. My turn? Yep. What advice would you offer to any dads um, and families and also men out there? Just fatherly figures. Yeah. Fatherly figures. Fatherly figures, Um, whatever. I think we can, I think guys at the moment are struggling because they feel like that their world is still about providing for their family. And yep, there's still an element of that. Um, So we go to work and then we come home and we think our job is done. Guys, I think guys have to learn the art of um, being fully present when they're home and starting afresh. So when you come home from work, when you finish work, there's somehow you have to flick a switch, you have to do something that helps you flick a switch so that you can be fully present with your kids because I think guys come home and they've still got all this angst and I know I did when I was younger too got all this angst from work or experience or challenging conversations or things not going right and um, your your family and, what, and how that's expressed whether you're married not married whether you've got kids younger older um, whether you're a single parent I think you've got to come home and you've got to be fully engaged with what's happening in your kids worlds because your kids have no idea what's happened in your day and neither are they responsible for it does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and if you're married, you know, your wives need you at the end of the day, particularly more so now, like um, with working, uh, more wives working and balancing families and the challenge of that, I think guys need to really understand that that role has changed and um, we need to take a little bit more ownership and initiative in the home. Um, we need to be engaged I actually just finished reading a book this last week. I was calling about uh, talking about being neighbours, but he used uh, the nature of being neighbours and um, used the example of four words that he used um, what he was going to commit to as a dad um, in his family. So it was he was going to stay. So that was he was going to be engaged with his children in those moments and in every moment that he they were inviting him to. He was um, going to. Um, uh, play, so you know, play with what they're doing and experience with what's happening for them. 
Um, and then he was going to say, so he was going to speak love into their life, he was going to speak hope, he was going to speak purpose, he was going to speak grace into their life, and he was going to pray. Um, and I, you know, if, I think they're... You know, I might have expressed them in what I said earlier, but I think they're just four really simple things that guys could really take on um, and, and cheer on in our families. Um, uh, we, we've got to take the initiative and we've got to be engaged so that as our children grow up, they remain engaged with us. If we want any kind of relationship, we're responsible for that when our children are younger. Um, and that, that's when the work's got to be done. Yep. It's when, the, when our kids are younger. Um, and um, if you're married or if you've got any relationship um, with um, someone of the opposite uh, gender, then you treat them well and you show your children what it is to love someone else well and you look after that relationship, you feed that relationship. Um, someone's, I've had a number of people say to me, if you have a happy marriage, you'll have a happy family. Like, and that's not to say you don't have hassles or struggles or disappointments or frustrations or arguments. It just says... You've got to invest in that relationship so your kids feel safe. There's probably about six messages in all that. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Do you wish you'd done anything differently while we were growing up? Uh, probably just wish I'd been more patient more often. Um, not worried about whether you didn't eat your vegetables every night. <laughs> um, don't we all? We all wish that. Yeah, I think probably just patience would be the big... You know, your mum is an incredibly patient um, woman and she's been just as patient with me as she has been with you. So I think um, I wish I'd been more patient as you are growing up. Um, yeah, and some of those things that I've just said, I wish I had done more of that when I was younger. I don't remember you being impatient. Oh, that's good. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just think we took too long to do things sometimes. <laughs> so, like, it makes sense that you, like, you were patient, but we took too long or, like, would talk back too much. So it's a bit both. Yeah. yeah. Only time I remember is when I missed the bus because I took too long to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I think we all did <laughs> And Dad had to drive me to school. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's interesting. Like I say, we all have different memories, and we carry the memories differently. Um, and you know, one of my qualities is that I'm too hard on myself. So, you know, yeah, but yeah. yeah, nice. There you go. You're a good dad, though. Thanks. It's all right. Thanks yeah. for saying that. We like you. Oh. <laughs> we'll keep you. You're around. not too bad either. Yeah. Thanks. Happy yeah. Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Love you. Thanks very much. Yeah, right. love you too. You're good kids. Beautiful. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for, for coming to us. our lounge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you like oh, a wow. snack? No. Is that it? That's all <clears throat> we've got. Okay, great. Do you have anything else? Let's throw one in. Oh, oh. Oh. Can I, do you want me to throw yeah, one go in? On. Where, like, honestly, mm. where did you think we would be in our lives? Now, like when we were younger, did uh, you envision Grace as a teacher, May as a teacher? Do you envision me selling glasses? Obviously no. not. That's not something you envision for your children. Uh, no, we again, we we always imagined May would make a really good teacher. She always really well 
organised and structured. And even her teachers <laughs> from grade three said she was going to make a really to good teacher. Us. Um, <laughs> no, I think no, we didn't. Um, it's always fascinating to me. I always thought May would stay in Horsham and Grace would be travelling the world somewhere. So wow. that's really, it's always really interesting. Um, and just the different heart, but no real expectation of what you would or wouldn't do or what careers you had. There was no, never wanted to put pressure on you about what that looked like. Nice. I'd, we just wanted you to be people who could uh, engage with the community, uh, participate in a healthy conversation, um, respect others and... Um, yeah, treat others and well, and look after yourselves and and others. And that, I can say at the moment, like it's you're pretty capable of doing that. Nice, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good question, Lil. Thanks, Grace. Anything else you'd like to throw out there? <laughs> um, no, I'm good. I'm done. Anything you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. Nice. We hope it's been encouragement to you. <laughs> wow. I feel like we might need to almost do it again and cut out a whole lot of stuff. Agreed. <laughs> but anyway, we hope it's been an encouragement to you and we hope that you have uh, a blessed day. Um, and we do want to say thanks to all the dads. Um, and it's uh, a fun job. It's a big job to be a dad. Uh, also to the dads who um, maybe have had input into our lives that you know you might not have children of your own but the spiritual fathers those who uh, keep an eye out those who cheer other people on those people who take the time out and invest in other lives uh, thank you for all the time and energy that you give uh, whatever this day looks like for you may you know the grace and the peace and the hope and the goodness of our loving father who just wants to participate in the best life-giving relationship with every one of you blessings friends <laughs>